What's going on? It's Casey Vegas and Nathan Gray here. Representing. Representing. What are you representing? Uh, we're Was representing all talk? the hard... Yeah, New Mexico, New Mexico talk. talk. I would, I, we're going to f- settle on a name sometime. When I don't did know what you and Bailey come up with that? Uh, no, I just switched that actually with the last publishing. Yeah. Um, I had it at, not at the moment, but I don't know. It'll We'll settle on something. But right now it's New Mexico talk. And, um, yeah, no, but, it's a good starter for sure. Yeah, so... Welcome back to New Mexico Talk. Um, we're in Carlsbad, New Mexico, famous for the Carlsbad Caverns and a crap ton of oil rig- rigs. These mild stomping grounds, actually. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, worked here for like three years. Three years. Yeah, Starting, I was nineteen. Nineteen. Rig pushing seventy hours every week. Seventy. Seventy hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's cool. I think the most. Working Sundays. I think the most I ever worked. Eight hours or something like that. Ninety-eight hours in a week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How is that legal? Well, one day we worked till like one in one. I think past one thirty in the morning. I think the dude, the the, the electrician, he was getting a bonus for finishing the job. Uh, it was insane. Yeah. Like he was just grinding us nineteen-year-olds out. It was brutal. Gosh. But we did come out with a twelve hundred dollar check. So that's the biggest check I've ever made. So that was Dang. cool. So yeah. It is a plus side. To working all those hours. So. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Well, we're gonna it's be nice we're gonna be talking about all this exciting stuff coming up. Okay, let's, we're let's back. Start that, let's start that over. Like we had nine nine viewers. I was expecting honestly <laughs> two viewers on the last one. Was, I know, you know those early phases where you're like, oh my gosh, it's like the first when, time I streamed on Twitch. It? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody's watching me. And then it was one of my friends. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. And the first time you get an actual viewer that you don't know. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Nope, that's not him. That's not him. Oh, that's somebody new. And you're like, you're like oh my gosh, I connected with somebody. It's, it was exciting. When did you check the, the Spotify thing earlier today? The nine views? Uh, It actually up. It sent me a... It's oh, like, it's we have your analytics updates? now. Oh, because nice. well, on the first... Catching updates. Yeah, the first time that we did it, cool. or the first podcast that we had, um, I tried to click on the analytics, and it's like we'll update you when you ha- actually have some data to process. And yeah, I was like, much. oh, we don't have anything. I was like, oh well, <laughs> you know, I we had fun making it. And uh, but then when this one with Bailey, I sent it to a couple friends, and I don't know if it was all them or yeah, if it if it was somebody new, but. Um, I'm pretty excited. That was, I was like, oh my gosh, nine, nine on our second one. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool, dude. And it tells you each and every day. Yeah, so I was, um, I really like this pod, this uh, this app. Yo, I wonder. And I think I'll, we'll stay on this app for a little while, um, at least just to build a base. I wonder if it's the name that also catches on too, because people could just type in, right, like New Mexico, and then it comes up with the list, right? You know how like when you're on Google, you're like yeah. <laughs> typing something and it like pre comes up with other things yeah. and stuff. So you well, might have, you might have just put in a good name that like will catch random viewers because well, of that, that title. I did the uh, you know the title might be attractive. That wasn't hashtags. What was it? It was um, categories. This time I actually put it under categories, and I was trying to be like what we talked about and everything. So is this um, category is the same thing as a hashtag in Instagram? I think kind of. So it will like kind of so like hit if somebody, the algorithm. Like I put movies on there because we talked a little bit about movies and then yeah. travel. Yeah. And we talked about the travel spots. I mean, just kind of vague, yeah. basic ones. Yeah. And so if somebody was looking for a podcast in that classification, 
it would have come up probably way, way the down <laughs> on the bottom of the list. Yeah. So I guarantee you, probably very few um, strangers actually listen to this. But I don't know. I'll figure out more and more as we keep going yeah, and uh, keep progressing. And right now, I'm, I'm very uh, content with Anchor. I like how easy and accessible it's, this is. It is. Honestly, nice. they dumbed it so down for me. And uh, like now that I'm getting interested and I'm actually reading more articles, I think eventually we'll actually move to a, a platform where we can edit and actually chop together. You can't edit nothing on more that? clips. No, like this is a. I mean, like what we did there is like on that section. Mm-hmm. If I were to stop this now, I could add another song and it would play during this section. So like there's there's simple steps. You can do a good intro and a good outro, but for the most part, anything that you don't want in there, you would have to, like, I'd have to kill this, and then it would kill the last four minutes and 51 seconds. Or it would kill the last segment. We're just live. We're out here rocking the line. Yeah, I'm yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. we, like last time, Bailey and I, we kind of did a little bit of a, a background on us. People don't know that much about you, so um, you were mentioning earlier that you did Carlsbad talk. Well, I'm tying it in. You were mentioning you were talking about Carlsbad, so let's 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 hear where Casey Vegas Johnson um, originated from. Like, where where uh, did you get your start? I don't know. It's interesting because my stepdad opened the door for me. Basically, somehow he. Got himself. He he gets himself in crazy places, but he got into the oil field, and of course it's booming, and they're hiring all sorts of people all the time. So it was a very easy door to get into. The hardest thing, just like everything else, is just getting out there. I had to. Let's see what did I have to. I think I borrowed their car. It was like a gray. Oh, what what's that one car that starts with an M? What is it? Mazda. Rainford. No, not a Mazda. It's like a longer name. It's like a very Mitsubishi. Mit Mit. Mitsubishi. <laughs> Mitsubishi. 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 Yeah, I had to rock that thing for a long time, but then, because I, I lived up in La Brasita Canyon at the time, next town in Gordo, and it, the drive is a little bit longer than what we had to go to. Yeah. What, what's what? It's about two hours, right? Two and a half hours to to Carlsbad if you're driving fast. So, yeah, today we did two. It was two hours and almost forty minutes. Yeah, two and a half, two hours and forty minutes. So I used to take that trek all the time. Gosh, awesome. And uh, just go out there work for the week, and every other weekend I'd come back to see the fam, my mom, stepdad, two little sisters, and just worked out that row. Honestly, it was like a working slash drinking fest. Is really what it was. Honestly, I just you just work all week. Then drink on the weekends, you know. It's actually not that good, but I mean, it really broke me into like the worth ethic, how to work hard, what to do. Really, the one thing it taught me is to stay busy at work. You know what I mean? Because it's like a skill you need. To have. Yeah, it, you it, it sets yourself apart busy. when, like, uh, the best piece of advice I got from somebody. Um, he used to work with us. He doesn't anymore, but he was. Uh, I was asking him actually. I was like, you know how how can I be a better laborer, like helper hand? Like, like when, what areas am I lacking? And I actually, like I, I asked him that instead of just trying to figure it out. And he was like, like, you're doing good. You're doing good. I, like, I, I hate it when people um, sit around and wait for me to tell them something to do because he's like, he's like the, the best thing that you can do is whenever you've done whatever tasks I've told you to do, he's like, 
look around and if you cannot come up with something to do get a broom and sweep you're doing something you're not just standing there watching me and if i don't like you uh, sweeping if i'm like no your time can be better used somewhere else i will go tell you but at least you're making the effort and you're taking initiative you know because there's nothing wrong with asking but he didn't want you to or he didn't want me to ask all the time like only if it's something dangerous like if i was actually like doing something with a water line or something like of course you ask for the stuff that is actually important and could set you back and could be a costly mistake but that that's the best piece of advice pick up a broom and sweep and he'll tell you to do something if he doesn't like you sweeping so i love sweeping myself (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's such a forearm workout when you get the push i think it's the lower back the way it's online yeah no it's forearms for me speaking of brooming there's this one time i had to go work at caraway's house Caraway, by the way, um, uh, and this General Hydronics. We're working on the plumbing side, but on the utility side, it's a completely different crew. The owner over there is named David Caraway, and uh, he's got this beautiful house. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. He's got like a Mario Kart, <laughs> like a. Yeah, we call track. it Caraway Land. Yeah, it's like he's Disneyland. got the track <laughs> around the, the 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 tennis court and around the basketball court. And the fish pond. And right next to the fish pond. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you but anyway. We had to do like some inside work and we had to do it with the, with the concrete crew and we had to like strip his wooden floors. It was like mm. big ass rooms, right? Yeah. So like I literally spent like uh, seven to eight hours just sweeping because there'd be the Mexican boys down there with the with the drills and Jason was down there with the drill just hammering it out and I don't think Jimmy was there but somebody else I think from the plumbing crew was there. It was weird. It was like a weird set of crew but I would yeah. just spent hours just sweeping because they'd make up a mess and just mosey on over to the next section and I'd just sweep it and shovel it and I think I was strictly street sweeping mm-hmm. and somebody else was shoveling really like fast paced and that hit my lower back hard uh, it was a lower back workout right there yeah. my, my back was trash after that the next yeah. day, next couple days actually well it, I, that's the funny part about this this job is there's so many different tasks like the variety that we do that we perform like the roofing yeah well it can it can honestly be anything and then you have that day after where you don't feel it but then two days after whatever task you perform you'll be weird it'll be some weird muscle on your body is sore and then you have to think back to what you did and you're like oh okay well the way that i use a pipe wrench when i'm doing a lot of overhead gas is definitely working out my lats you know it's it's weird how you can uh, pinpoint which tasks and and try and even out the balance um because that's a one of the downsides to uh construction and the line of work is especially shoveling if you don't switch sides on your shovel i try to switch sides. you'll be so much stronger on one side it'll pull you out of whack it'll pull your backbone how often do you shovel with your left hand forward? Well, I, I have to keep reminding myself. I, I do too, and I do it for like one or two shovel holes, and I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to switch back. No. I know, you're so much faster the other way, yeah, but it's so, so important. Just, it is important. Yeah. I usually try to switch over every once in a while, and it's very difficult. Especially, like, it's weird, because, like, if you had a ditch and your pipe's in the center, for some reason, shoveling right hand, I can do it left and the right side. Yeah. But if I got my left hand forward, I like can't hurt, hit certain angles. Like I'm so off <laughs> accurately. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to like, get that switch off going on. Yeah. So, so that's the muscle memory I don't have. But speaking, oh, I want to talk about this real quick. The muscle memory, what I've been working on. Crazy um, topic change that is that video <laughs> games. I've been hopping on more of like uh, the playground version of Apex. Okay. And I've been working on my aiming because I was reading this there one thing. 
about how you know just just like anything else you can treat your gaming like like a sport you know what i mean have the muscle memory mm-hmm. most of us we get on there and we just hop into matches and we start playing we don't really get that true training that mm-hmm. we get you know so i've been hopping in the uh the firing range and I'll just be following the targets, shooting around targets, and I've noticed it's been working, all because of that muscle memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like trying to switch out to the other hand on the shovel, just working on that muscle memory is important. Super difficult to do, though, because you, you don't really want to do it. It's not like, you know, yeah. the type of training that you want to do, but you got to force yourself into it. Yeah. No, that's, that's the thing about me. I don't play video games to actually... Um, I, I, like, I want to be really good at it, but I don't want to put in the time of doing the same monotonous creative stuff in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jesh will hop on there and that's why he's really good. You'll hop on there and that's why you're pretty good. And then me, I just want to play and win, get the victory <laughs> royale. Just so I just, I just hop in there and I'm like, no, 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 the best practice is an actual game. You know, I'm never gonna <laughs> learn if, if I don't perform under the stress. And, and that's why I'm just like an average video gamer. That's like, uh, I'll be a good squad mate, but don't count on me in one-on-one. <laughs> that's funny. So. But yeah, no, because that, that, that transitions well into um, your hobbies. So you definitely definitely are a gamer. Yeah. Um, ex- elaborate on that. Uh, I don't know. I want to keep talking about the muscle memory and go off into the, the muscle-ups I've been doing lately, bro. Have you, okay. I know you haven't seen them lately. I'm going to show you a video here in a little bit. But they've been very clean lately, bro. Mm-hmm. I can Casey actually I can put on some weight on, on myself now. I, I can fucking put on some weight and do muscle-ups now. Nice. It's pretty, it's cool. Really? I think my max right now is 20 pounds and I'm trying to push to 25 and yeah. I can't hit that 25 yeah. and I notice it. And I try to do like, you know, upset and drop sets with it uh-huh. too, you know, and try to actually treat like a workout now and I can actually do it just because I've been doing it since about Paxson was born. So I've been doing calisthenics now for like three years. Yeah. It's ridiculous you know? what you can do. Yeah. I didn't, I, you, you know, he makes it look so easy. Um, I wish I had a, like, I wish it was like a, a visual podcast we could show you, but, um, like the stuff that you do, I, I worked out with you in your barn a couple times, uh, in the back of your house. And, uh, it was like, I was so lost. You were like trying to teach me how to do like all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I weigh 230 pounds <laughs> and I've not been doing this. Like you, you were just like crunching it out. And I was like, okay, well I'll just do gym weights over here. And it was funny. Have you ever seen what's his name's workout? Um, that one black boxer dude. I just saw it on Instagram, but it's like in the morning he wakes up nine three a.m. He doesn't run, right? Eight o'clock he does like sparring. Oh, Mike Tyson! It's Mike Tyson. Have you seen his workout schedule? Absolutely insane. Yeah, the three a.m. is a run. The eight a.m. is like a sparring ten rounds, and then it's like I'm not doing any workout at three a.m. It's crazy. I huh? won't have a dad bod and before I wake to be up like, at three a.m. It's supposed to be to like workout. daily. He's doing this, the same shit, and so here's the craziest part: the 12, 12 p.m. So it's like every three to four hours he works out. So he's probably taking a nap in between, and he's probably eating a bunch of food in between. But like twelve o'clock hits, and he does. Uh, another type of like conditioning something but then 5 p.m. comes around the dude supposedly does every day 2,000 sit-ups 500 oh dips it's like 500 dips 500 push-ups and then like something else like 500 burpees or something crazy you know and then like 8 o'clock rolls around and he does another workout like it's a conditioning workout like it's yeah. absolutely insane that's ridiculous that's really pushing the muscle memory and he's not even far. fighting well, no, that's not his current. That's no. not his current. That was back in the day when he was in his prime. Mike Tyson is retired, right? 
Fully retired. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just recently retired? No, he was, he was big. Big. Oh, yeah. yeah. My workout was a long time ago. Our, our buddy John is in the background and he's a, a boxing aficionado slash historian. So we just asked him uh, if back. Mike Tyson is still um, fighting. And he was very polite and explained to us that he is not. So I guess he just does all this workout. Like this no, 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 this isn't current workout. This is like his prime workout when he was. Oh, in his prime. You know what I mean? okay. This ain't the daily workout. Okay. Used to be the daily workout back okay. in the eighties, nineties. All right, that makes but a lot still, more sense. Like that, no, like that sounds like the sort of dedication it is to be a heavyweight be, champion yeah, of the world. Sure, Nowadays, I would be like, why the heck you know, would you even wake up? It'd just be better. Just yeah. to be a champion, dude. That'd be so awesome. Well, that's the sort of dedication. That's my favorite book. They explain it in the sense like everybody like, um, yeah, no, that's, I don't want to just paraphrase, but it's basically, um, uh, you know, you might sit there and you might dream of being like, I think in the book he uses the example of a rock star. Like he wanted to be a rock star. And, uh, um, I think there's Mark Manson, I believe is the author, but it's a subtle art of not giving a F word. Like that's, it's that book, and it's 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 it helped shape my mindset a lot. But back to the um, uh, illustration, he he was saying that he wanted to be a rock star, and he wanted to stand in front of the crowd, and so he bought a guitar, and he he plucked on it for a couple months, and took some lessons, and it it kind of petered out because he didn't have that drive. He just wanted the end game. Yeah. He just wanted to be successful, and yeah. part of being successful is those bloody fingers after practicing it's restringing your guitar every single day because you're breaking it it's half a day of learning power chords and then the scales and riffs um which he didn't have and that that rings true with a lot of stuff that i thought i wanted to do i was like oh i want to do this oh i want to do that and i had to zone down and be like okay what am i actually willing to put blood sweat and tears into and then that's my passion so what is it that does a film filmmaking oh, okay. yeah we were doing like the kind of not as aggressive as the oil field but we were doing like 14 hour days sometimes and then yeah. i was driving it's an hour a and a half from grind, it's santa not labor, fe right? to rio rancho is it labor it's union but like is it considered like labor like i know no, you're tired after blue, 40 hour days well that depends like if you're, you're not a group, in the dirt you're not subling what are you doing like so like ab above the line that's your actors, that's your producers, that's your director of photography, that's all the people that have creative control of the movie. They they don't really get their feet wet. Like they don't have to do a lot of the manual work. Down like everybody below the line, yeah. They're either racking their brain in like first ADs, they're the assistant director. They are involved in pre-production and and uh, production and then sometimes post-production, depending on whether or not you do pickup shoots or not. They schedule pretty much the whole thing, and they take all the department heads, which is like your locations, which is your background, which is your lighting, and they they have meetings with those guys, and they work under the producers, and it's nuts what they have. <laughs> it is absolutely nuts the hours that these guys pull. I became really good friends with uh, Dave, and, um, and the listening to his stories of like he would literally do like 24 hour days 
where he was just like in meetings and phone calls and like couldn't actually get to sleep because he was trying to make things work for the director. Yeah, the the dedication that's involved there. That sounds pretty hardcore. That's yeah, like a different type of grind than I've never it done is. Before. It's not like you're not. I mean, unless you're a greens, <clears throat> unless you're a greensman and you're like making the like landscaping in front of a house because the director wanted it a certain way. Yeah. You're not really gonna pick up a shovel. You're not gonna dig a ditch. It's 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 a different line you're of work. Like moving funeral furniture, moving the scenery. Yeah, and you know you got to put up the big. So it's still is labor in, in a way. Yeah, yeah, like sure. shades and everything, and carrying sandbags around for the stands, and then the dolly guys. They literally have to push the dolly, which has the camera on it. Camera operators, they are not looking at their feet. <laughs> They're looking what's on screen. They have a guy that's holding their waist. And he guides them. That's so funny. He guides no way. them. Yeah. And if it's a... It makes it, sense, but still. Yeah. No, it's intense. It's a, it's a, it's hard work. All the crew members, my, I was a stand-in. So literally all I did was whenever the um, actors would... Uh, they would rehearse the scene. We would all watch it. All the lighting guys, sound guys... Um, and, and me, like, we would all watch them rehearse the scene, then they would go and, like, finish up their makeup, finish up their costumes, and they would go, the actors would go do that thing, and then we would all get in there, we would light it perfectly, and, uh, so that, you know, the light is exactly reflecting off the actor's face in this yeah. certain spot when he pauses here, like, we're, we're watching exactly what he does, what he picks up, like, what does, do, what do we need to have pop on the camera, and I had the easiest job, literally standing, I stood in. I just stood there. I had to watch what he did, and then I basically mimicked it and mimed it the entire rehearse, rehearsal. And uh, um, it was an easy job, but it was amazing because it was basically watching behind the scenes footage for a movie in real life and getting paid to do it. See, that's interesting. <laughs> I feel like I would be good at it because sometimes I feel like I notice random things that other people like wouldn't notice. Like one thing I noticed that I. I continually check on is like when I'm driving down the road I actually look at the other cars so, you know what I mean like especially if it's like like your car or like the new Vol you know what I mean like I would spit, I would see that like, Nate what you know like I yeah. I notice other like little things that people other people don't care about mm -hmm. so that'd be interesting to dabble in something like that because like yeah. I'd no, be, I, really I feel like I would be good like watching somebody and be like what the, why is he picking up that pen where did he put that pen? yeah what well, that's the, the most bizarre thing about film is it's chaos and then it's calm. It's chaos and then it's calm because, like, when, when after the actor and the director, when, whenever they go through the rehearsal and, like, we're all watching to see what they do, and then when they yell break pretty much and, like, set up the scene, madhouse. You have every single department trying to get their thing done, literally shoulder to shoulder sometimes trying to get through a hallway. It is nuts it's or on it's organized chaos yeah and then when you're shooting you have to be quiet you have to hide out of sight like i mean it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have to i mean it's quiet. do you think the actors have it easy being in that silence acting compared to the ooh, other that, that ooh. i mean I mean, yeah, yeah, they do because they apart get from, they get driven to their hotels, you know, they apart get apart like, from the celebrity status. Like just strictly the work, you know what I mean? Do you think they have it easier than like underlying guys, laborers? Or do you think, do you I think don't that know job would be harder? I, I honestly think it would be hard because you have to be in character. You have to be in character, but you also have to like it's it's the director's vision. Like he's been given the reins by the production team to to have to put forth this vision 
and create it and make it something that's not only going to be financially successful, but is true to whatever the story is. And so the actors are a huge part of that and they can definitely lend their voice. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you are trying to like you've been chosen by the director for that reason, because he thought you could. Um, Russo. Yeah, he thought you could be the character that um, he has imagined. And so you're not only trying to bring what you think to the table, you're not only trying to stay true to the source material, but you're also trying to please the director. And this is all while having this memorized. And they can literally, I, I have actually seen um, actors get handed new lines right before they start shooting. Ooh, and they have to memorize that stuff. I mean, if they're, if they're like the screenwriters, they're not going to hand them like a half a page paragraph yeah. to memorize right on the spot. But it's those new little lines and so I, I don't know like you can say they have a cushy job but it's also really hard really 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 hard um i don't know i could keep talking forever about that stuff uh, but i got a, i got a little well i got a sound box for us a sound box <clears throat> this is gonna be interesting what is that okay so i'm gonna throw out these ideas you're gonna end at 30 minutes or what what do you want to go for yeah yeah john's falling asleep yeah it's perfect five minutes nine o'clock all right so one of my ideas, um, as far as like, you know, when we get the podcast, we get it for 30 minutes, blah, 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 or over an hour. One thing that like I could think would be creative is <clears throat> since we don't have a camera pointing at us, we could make it a YouTube, you know, we could publish it on YouTube. Maybe if we um, just take like a 30 minute clip, like of us gaming, you know what I mean? It doesn't even have to be like us grinding kills. It could just be us like, you know, just in the map. Running, like streaming? You know, or yeah, like streaming, or yeah. like we die, go back to the lobby. It's just like a thirty-minute segment, just for somebody to watch. You know, yeah. post it on YouTube. We just throw in our podcast right on top of it. You know what I mean? The game is silenced, just for pure entertainment, okay. right? for like starters. You know what I mean? Just coming up with like easy, quick content. You know what I mean? Because I got all sorts of clips, especially on my PlayStation. Yeah, that would make it easy. But is that as... sneaking our podcast in? Huh? Well, it is our podcast. podcast. I was. It, it, I mean, it is our podcast. Or would you title it that, like podcast? While you go to watch Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite background. I don't know. It's just something interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because I like just putting forth any sort of content. Like so, whether or not it's. A I was podcast, thinking that'd be good to or... just start off until we do get that, like maybe like a little camera. We can actually film ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just for some. Yeah, I know. Because I'd like to involve YouTube. I just need to figure out the whole FTC thing. Because. You, you know Brennan, right? There you go, we got... I wonder if you're going to be able to hear this. That's so funny. The sound effects. Got the sound effect bar here. Oh, really? We got sound effects. Boom! We got the shit. Shut up! Wait, what else? Shut up! Oh, guys, cool. Okay, yeah, we don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but he's got this little sound bar with uh, the dolphin <laughs> a dolphin. Yeah, we're using that dolphin one. Oh, so we'll have to come up with like little catchphrases so and everything. Funny. Yeah, no, but like uh, Brandon, he's actually doesn't like he's at a crossroads because of the um, lawsuit that YouTube lost, where they had to pay 170 million dollars. Um, they're cracking down on a lot of YouTubers trying to make sure that everybody labels their videos correctly. That's crazy. And from what Brandon was telling me is you lose 60 to 90% of your monetization if it's geared towards kids. If your video is geared towards kids. And the whole geared towards kids thing is very vague. Yeah, it's very vague. Yeah. And But for him... I'm considered a kid. And I'm 26 years old. <laughs> I get entertained easily sometimes. Yeah. So no, because... very vague. He's, he's actually going to move to Mixer and Twitch. He's actually going to stop 
stop his YouTube stuff because That's the majority of his audience is younger children because he plays Roblox and uh, yeah, 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 Roblox totally. and Fortnite. Yeah. And um, you know that he's he's gonna lose any sort of income that he makes from that. Now he's not a huge huge gamer, a huge huge YouTuber, but he definitely makes some money on there. And he was he's really he's he's on that cusp of actually. Um, having a platform and it just stinks that this is happening during this time but he's already got like 500 something followers on twitch so he's already got he's a good there, yeah he's got a good um here mixers is a good one though yeah mixers ninja went to it yeah it's funny because i don't know if you know nick a30 no he's a gamer um play for he's been he's playing fortnite right now but he started off on YouTube. I started following him on Instagram, but he made the switch to Twitch because he got big enough on YouTube, and I think uh-huh. Twitch actually wanted him. Yeah. So Twitch reached out to him. Just I'm sure the same way Mixer reached out to Ninja. Grab <laughs> yeah. Ninja. I'm sure they're paying him quite hefty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure that was like the hefty. biggest video game contract ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was huge. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna name drop. Uh, that's Bishop for anyone. That's my buddy Brennan. My His videos are funny. Literally, he had. Grind. A- he, he had a challenge where he had to say the word oof. Oh my god, oh, 10,000 times. O-O-F. And he had to say that like 10,000 <clears throat> 10, times or something. Oof, oof, no, oof, it was like 100,000. I think it was 10,000. No, I, I'm pretty sure it was 100,000. Yeah, I want to I wanna say it was 100,000. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just silly stuff like that. But he's a really fun, he does music, video games, um, really awesome guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was texting him yesterday, and he was kind of explaining some of that. But anyways, our coworker John is just is falling asleep or, or wants to fall asleep, so um, we didn't get to really get to talk too much about Carlsbad. We'll do. We'll keep that. Up. We'll be here tomorrow night, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I have a feeling that maybe. So maybe. Yeah. We'll see how much we get done. I think. It looks like y'all the hauled ass, honestly. You yeah. Know what I mean, fucking cast your time. Yeah. But uh. Anyways, whether it's tonight or a couple days down the road, um, this is uh, Nate and the Elephant in the Jungle. <laughs> Casey Vegas. This is Nate and Casey Vegas Casey signing Vegas. off. Thanks for listening.